an hour of truth for the battered but proud people of the Empire State. From the financial and entertainment epicenter of New York City to the sleeping and empty small cities and towns of upstate, which once bustled with manufacturing, mining, and farming. We all know from inspiration, history, and nature, we deserve a return to the success and growth of generations past, a birthright being squandered by corruption in Albany, and the depredations of an insecure, scheming mountebank posing as governor, who loathes both us and himself. As liberty beckoned to enslaved peoples behind the Iron Curtain via American broadcasts after World War II, we now say, believe, rise, and join us. Welcome to Radio Free New York. All right, welcome everyone to Radio Free New York. I'm Kevin Wilson, your host for the day. And I'm joined by Bob Savage, I believe. Bob, yes, you with us? Yes, you Yay. believe. You believe, yes. Mm. Uh, yeah, um, something's going on. I lost my cell phone last weekend. So I ordered a replacement device. It showed up. Very proud of myself. I got it all set up uh, using the you know insurance company website and the Verizon website. Got it all working. Everything else, everything's groovy. Uh, got it all synced up with my car, Bluetooth, everything's. So I'm on my way back to the station here just before noon. I look at the phone. It says no SIM card. Oh. So yeah. uh, apparently texts were sent to me to advise me that you needed me to co-host, and I was blissfully unaware. Until I looked at the phone and see it's it's uh, it's Fubar. So I guess yeah, when I no, uh, got to try to reboot it and see what happens. Maybe it'll come back. I don't know. That's important. Yeah, you, you need if the if it can't read the SIM card, it ain't gonna work. But no, oh, all right. Let's I, I wish I knew. I wish I knew somebody in the tech business that you know could help me out with this. But if only we knew someone. Yeah. If only. <laughs> all right. Well, but the the important thing is, you made it back. In time, the co-hosts were here now. We got we got plenty of news to talk about. We got plenty of interesting things to talk about. Uh, we didn't have a time to chat before the show, but we got. I was going to talk about the the autonomous zone out in Seattle. There's a a six block hippie commune that has has taken over a chunk of the city of Seattle, and I find it just endlessly fascinating. Uh, and we're going to see how it goes. This is this is the next Occupy thing. Uh, so, so we're gonna kind of explore what's going on there—the the the interesting, the the good, the bad, the ugly—and uh, then we can talk about Phase Three. Just just before this broadcast, uh, we, we learned that Governor Cuomo, our benevolent king, yes. is now opening up Phase Three. Oh, thank you, Your thank Majesty. Thank you, Your Honor. Oh, thank oh. you so much. Mm. Yes. Oh, we we do we do have a benevolent leader, don't we? Oh, he's so good. He's so great. So, so good to us. <laughs> must must see TV. I'm telling you, man. Every every day at noon, you gotta watch uh, the the Andy show. Holy moly! Yeah. yeah, and 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 actually, you know, something that we we wanted to mention on Tuesday, uh, kind of related to this stuff. So we'll, we'll talk about this stuff really. So phase three starting. That means like restaurants inside. That means nail salons are going to be open. All that type of stuff. That's happening now. Uh, I know Livingston County called for immediately going into phase four just like skipping all the phases just just go right into it yep and uh you know i i'm starting to see how you know that could be right you know i, I was definitely on the you know let's be really cautious about this uh you know bandwagon and uh but we're seeing like in monroe county the the commissioner of health said okay even after mass protests with thousands of people in downtown rochester 
Many of them were wearing masks, but some of them weren't. Then we didn't see any spike in cases, so we had a large outdoor gathering, and uh, it looks like it's probably fine. Well, one of the uh, one of the things that they've discovered, uh, there actually has been uh, a peer-reviewed research on this thing, Kevin, and that is that uh, inhaling the fumes from burning police cars is a very effective deterrent for COVID. So uh, I, I hope that they factored that in um, because, uh, you know, if you, if you uh, extrapolate this out over the rest of the country, there's been a lot of burning police cars and almost no new COVID cases. So uh, as, uh, as Dr. Fauci is fond of saying, got to be cause and effect. You know, important scientific news here. You heard it here you know, first, maybe on Radio Free New York. That's that's what you got to do. Breaking news. <laughs> And, and, you know, and know what's what's funny about what you said there is that there are health officials who are, who are going out and saying they're like, well, uh, make sure that if you're going to go out and have a social gathering, don't have a, a social gathering of more than 12 people or a protest of more than 100 people. <laughs> and I, I looked at that screen. and I'm like, wait, yeah. what that? Sorry, that broke my brain a little bit. Like, you know, like I get it. I was out doing that stuff. I was out protesting. But like, OK, you know, like People look at this stuff and they see, like, the rank hypocrisy. It goes back to that, like, that noble lie show that, that Sean and I did, like, a, a couple months back now. If people feel like you're, you're, you know, playing favorites with, like, well, it's okay if, if people go out and protest and have large gatherings and do this thing, but you can't have a barbecue in your backyard with close friends who haven't been out much, come on. Mm, yeah, it's a little hard to reconcile. And then, of course, I, you know, I can't remember, is it... Uh... Uh, every is it odd days or even days that if you're asymptomatic uh, that you can't uh, transmit uh, COVID? Uh, because yeah. I think it's I think Monday was uh, you can't, and then Tuesday was you can. So I guess this is a can day. Yeah, yeah. I, so I, th- I think you, I think if you're asymptomatic, you can transmit it today, but tomorrow will be different. That, that according to the World right? World World Health Organization, because yeah. they've they've got all the answers. Who? Huh? huh? <laughs> yeah, that's that's what the, we should re, we, we should rename it the huh. Huh. <laughs> I love that. The huh. Say the who. The huh. Uh, yeah. Well, the, like I, I read that or I saw that thing that the World Health Organization said uh, asymptomatic spread is very rare. And the way they rolled it out, like what it seems like they were trying to communicate and they did it really poorly is that. It's very rare for someone who is infected with the virus and never show, will never show symptoms to spread it to anyone else because their body's fighting it effectively. Although it is possible for someone who is infected but hasn't shown symptoms yet but eventually will, they might still be able to spread it, but they don't know. And then, you know, news organizations pick it up and they, they run it with one thing and politicians pick it up and they run with another thing. And, you know, no, no one takes the time to go and, and figure out what they were trying to say because they rolled it out so poorly. Yeah. Well, with the, and the, the curious thing, too, and which is one, one of the most misleading aspects of this whole debate is we have the, the line between the, quote, scientists, unquote, and politicians is totally blurred. I mean, yeah, and, and uh, Anthony Fauci, the uh, alleged doctor, is is a perfect example of that. Yeah, this is a guy who hasn't practiced medicine in 25 years. He was uh, on the he was he was the original alarmist on the AIDS epidemic. He was the one declaring uh, who inspired uh, Oprah Winfrey 
she was just basically quoting him saying, this is going to cross over into the heterosexual population and people are just going to be dropping dead by the thousands of AIDS back in the 80s. Well, that didn't materialize either. That, that thousands of people died from AIDS? Uh, for heterosexuals. Well, no, I mean, they did. It was, it was a lot. A lot of well, people no, there died were a lot of people AIDS. that died. No, what I'm saying is there wasn't the massive uh, uh, crossover into the, hetero, into the heterosexual population that Fauci was predicting. Yeah, I mean, you see, you get it occasionally with, like, you know, uh, intravenous drug users. You know, that's, that's one way it ended up spreading into, you know, that. It, it, luckily, with AIDS, you know, it was a very serious thing. It was a, it was certainly an epidemic. No, 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 uh, definitely very different yeah, from what we have now. Not not uh, not, gotta, not diminishing the threat that AIDS uh, produced. What I'm saying is that his specific predictions were once again wildly off. All right, gotcha, gotcha. Well, you know, I, I mean, anyhow, like you know, we, we look at these situations, right? We look at what we have now, and I and I think it's understandable. Like now, the same people who are saying like you're killing grandma for going out and going to the beach a few weeks ago are saying. It is essential that you get out and protest right now. And I get the importance of getting out and, you know, challenging your government and uh, trying to, to make a difference on these issues. But at the same time, I mean, and, there, and, and I'll also say that there are doctors who are like, uh, no, we should probably be real careful about this. Maybe maybe don't go out and, and maybe, you know, I know this is important, but maybe do activism online. But there's a, the, the, the progressive intellectuals who are going out there and, and doing this doublespeak. You know, like either be careful or don't. And, and, and at, they are still holding that view. Like we can't go out and pro or we need, must go out and protest, but also don't go out and interact with people on a normal basis. Well, which is it? You know, either either it's both OK or neither are OK. And, you know, we should kind of get the story straight here. Yeah. And then the impact on specific things such as, uh, well, are masks effective or are they not effective? Should we I mean, do we want to uh, have a mask culture now or do we not? Uh, and Good question. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, thanks again for listening here on Radio Free New York. We will be back in just a few minutes. Talk to you soon. Listening to Radio Free New York. Welcome so, back. I, I, oh, I didn't know if I was supposed to introduce you or not. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I always give it a second. I was like, I, I'm just jamming out to the music over here. I'm just like, all right, we we got a bunch of new high pace, like fast paced music. Yeah, for, it's a, uh, the, the real the transition. Real toe tappers. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm pleased to report because I know everybody's concerned about this out in the audience. I rebooted my phone and it's working. Uh, now it's uh, and now it's downloading like stacks of messages going crazy. All right, it's all working now. I know everyone on this show was very concerned about your phone, and now we know it's probably already trending on Twitter. Uh, so, guys, mission accomplished. Oh, that's one uh, of those social media things, right? It's y- a, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah uh, Google it. Tweet face. And, uh, uh, tweet, tweet face, face yeah. or. or, or... Bookface, yeah, that's, 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 right. that's where it's where the people they they talk online and and mostly just yell at each other. My bookface, yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, I have scrolled down through the WYSL, uh, the Mothership uh, Facebook page, and I got to say, a lot of pretty dopey stuff. <laughs> to, be quite, to be quite honest with you, so, wait, wait, the stuff you guys post or the uh, the the comments well the, the, some of the comments yeah you know i mean the, the, the stuff that comes from but like, man I'm, you're roasting your own page well you know no the, no the page is fine because it's associated with us so it's of course it's genius <laughs> 
Awesome. Yeah, you know, speaking of uh, social media, again, thank you everyone who is listening online. We're getting lots of comments, lots of engagement with this. Uh, so thank you for uh, participating in this discussion. You know, Samantha, who's saying, uh, I still don't understand why people are doing what the government says. Just open your business, have your parties, do whatever you want. It's our right to do so. And Matthew says, uh, thank you for talking about the protest issue regarding the virus. Why was it akin to murder when conservatives protested the lockdown, but totally fine to liberals? do so which is you know fair it's a, a definitely a fair question to ask uh and you know but i think people gotta answer up to it or or no one again people already don't trust government officials on these things people don't trust upon pundits on these things and they, you know they give them more reasons not to yeah higher uh, education uh, you guys out there in the private colleges too uh i've got a message for you and that is to grow up here I mean, you know, all, all these parents are out there wondering, well, is my kid going to go to school this fall or is my kid not going to? Do I want my kid to uh, go to a college campus and do all of his classes by distance learning, staring at a computer screen in a dorm, so just so they can charge me for room and board and get the full boat? You know, uh, it's not about the paychecks at the college administrators. This is about a quality of education. Kids don't get a quality education staring at a computer screen. So what you need to do is you need to just tell uh, Andy Cuomo, you know what, we're opening the college, and kids are going to come to college. That's the way that goes. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's worth asking. I, I think you can get a good education on you know online, but if you're expecting to go in person, you're supposed to have those in-person debates, those in-person experiences, the residential experience, all that stuff. That's what you're paying for then yeah, you're getting ripped off if you're only getting online classes. Like if you if you want the online experience, great. You know, that if that's for you, awesome. If that's the way you learn, cool. But that's not how everyone learns. And if you're paying for the other thing, you need to get a refund. Yeah, and there's also curricula that just do not lend themselves to, you know, distance learning. There's, the, you know, obviously pre-med courses. There's musical theater, performance-oriented uh, uh, classes, uh, and, and curricula. Th these are things that cannot be taught adequately online. It's, uh, you know, you need to have studio time. You need to have face time. You need to have one-on-one uh, -on -one interaction with an instructor. We're going to have uh, Zoom concentrations for performing arts majors now. That's that's the next big thing, Bob. Just, yeah, I, people are going. Oh, listen, I'm, I'm telling you're you're joking. No, that's that's, <laughs> that's happening. But one thing I do not want is to undergo surgery uh, at the hands of a doctor who's only been trained online. Uh, they got virtual reality pretty close, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I don't, he's going to be clicking on an imaginary mouse on my abdomen. I don't think that's yeah, going to fly. No, I mean, I do know that like a lot of the doc medical students, they're going in and they're going in and doing stuff right now. So so that, I think, is at least getting an exemption anyway. But but anyhow, uh, I, I was going to thank the rest of our listeners, too. You know, of course, uh, everyone listening on WYSL. And if you want to participate in the conversation here, uh, give us a call 585-346-3000. And Bob, what's that 800 number? The 800 number would be 866-552-1009, free from anywhere that you may be. Yes, of course. So we're going to be live until 1 p.m. today. And uh, But if you're listening on the rebroadcast on WACK out in Newark or WENY, the Patriot down in the southern tier, thank you for participating. And if you ever have any Questions you want to add to the conversations, uh, send us an email, contact at RadioFreeNewYork.com. And New York is all spelled out. It's not NY, it's New York. So send us a message. Anyhow, I want to talk about, I want to talk about the Chaz thing. The Chapel Hill Autonomous Zone. Chaz. 
That's a that's uh, a jazzy little name there that they've uh, picked for that six block area. Yes, so this little six block area, uh, you know, I I should have pulled the map for the online audience, but but there's you know they 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 walled it off. Uh, they have like uh, road barricades in there, and they have fences nice. and all that stuff. Like yeah, so Ber- they they look, have a nice their own Berlin Wall. Look at them. Yeah, no, I mean that's that's what communists do, right? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Uh, so they are. Uh, they so they have borders. They are checking people who come in. They they don't want people in that I, I guess uh, are going to cause trouble. That's I'll, I'll give oh. them the benefit of the doubt. That's oh. what they don't want. No, that's, com- keeping... that, that's communist too. Yes. <laughs> Uh, they are they are keeping uh, police officers out. They want police officers out of that zone. They have taken over uh, a precinct in that area, and uh, yeah, they are uh, trying to run their own space. They have a set of demands that you know maybe we'll we'll get to in the next segment. But they are they are out there um, trying to have an autonomous space, whatever that means. Now, I I, I don't know how much autonomy it actually has because the, although they've kicked out police, right? They uh, are still able to get fire service, electricity, um, you know, other city services, garbage removal services. So all that stuff is uh, still happening. Mm. They've just uh, removed police there, and they're trying to self-police, um, which is interesting because so you got all these like lefties walking around with with long guns. Um, I mean, there might there might be some of the kind of more libertarian types doing that type of thing too, but I, I don't know. This situation is still so new. I think there's something kind of cool and interesting about like trying to do that. Like, is this a legitimate experience in uh, experiment in self government? <laughs> right. Like, well, let's is- just watch and see. Now, of course, now I I see the first of major many major uh, contradictions. Uh, a little mm-hmm. hard to reconcile. Okay, so they want to be autonomous, so they're like their own little country. So they've got the, all these barriers up and so forth, and they're reconstructing society according to their own design within this six-block area. So who are they making the demands to? I mean, look, if, if you're autonomous, hey, you're on your own. So make it work. And, yeah, oh, by the way, we got to start uh, – got to figure out a way to sell them the electricity and the basic services that they can't provide themselves because why should we pay for it? You're autonomous. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they—they're not an autarky, right? They're not operating on their own. They're st- they are operating within a zone, within a municipality, within a state, right. within the United States. Yeah, there's a lot of interconnecting systems. So who are, who are they demanding? I mean, and and I'll read off some of the demands. Uh, some of which seem okay, and some of which are uh, bonkers. Uh, so there's there's a little bit of both. <laughs> I, I mean, as you'd expect. But we'll, we'll talk about like the the zone real quick. So like they they got they got their own police type of force although they they've apparently had some issues with like uh homeless folks who are like coming in and just kind of uh being rude and disruptive and so they've had to uh kind of kick them out which is mm. interesting yeah, so uh, non let me understand it non-productive members of society are not welcome in utopia yeah and and i'm gonna put an asterisk on this whole conversation a lot of this is anecdotal right like i'm reading Allegedly firsthand tweets. I'm reading reporting from the Seattle Times. I'm reading reporting from Fox News and Discern and uh, Medium. So I'm, I'm kind of c- collecting all this stuff together and just know that I may say something that turns out to not be true, but I'm trying to look for legitimate sources. But, you know, so they, there's apparently issues with that. There's issues with getting enough food in right now. I mean, again, it's maybe uh, an experiment in communism so mm. not not to not to give a little blow there but they they are having trouble 
trying to figure stuff out yeah. the well, logistics of like how do you how do you get in food who pays for it right how do you distribute it they're trying to to manage this stuff from the top down and so you're getting a lot of challenges well, with that it yeah. ain't easy to to the to centrally plan a society they've rejected capitalism as i understand and they wanted to do away with the monetary system okay <clears throat> so uh that's a little bit of problem uh, uh because how are you going to how are you going to get food uh, what yeah. what do you what do you have of value to give for food that you would bring in and you would uh, that you would provide to your citizens who don't have to pay for it? So where's the money come from? Yeah, that's a fair question. So so some people are apparently working on stuff. Other people are they have uh, a theater and then a free speech zone and a free speech zone. Yeah, well, yeah, it was a free speech area. Well, it's it's an area for giving speeches. Now, I don't know why. I don't know if it's prohibited to give speeches at other places, but uh, that is uh, certainly an area that has been designated for uh, speech making. So, not a lot of rights here in the uh, Chaz, sounds like to me. If you have to go to, before you can express yourself, you have to go to the designated area and probably say designated things, I'm thinking. Because uh, I'm, I'm seeing some real cracks, uh, you know, in this, yeah. uh, in this society structure already. Yeah, I mean, and allegedly, even coming in, they're they're asking like kind of ideological questions too. And again, it's to keep out troublemakers. But like, uh, you know, you have your free speech circle, and you you're checking the ideology of people coming in. Yeah, there, there's some there's some things about this that doesn't look good. There's some things that are interesting, but we'll talk more about the the Chaz area out in Seattle uh, right after uh, this break. Thanks again for listening to Radio Free New York. And as Kevin mentioned, we send a shout out to our fine network of stations for Radio Free New York, including WACK 1420 and 96.9 FM in wonderful Wayne County. And down the twin tiers of New York and Northern Pennsylvania, it's the Patriot, WENY 1230 and 1450, 106.9 on the south side of Elmira, stretching down into Northern Pennsylvania. We'll be back. listening to Radio Free New York. Welcome back to Radio Free New York. I'm Kevin Wilson, your host today, joined by Bob Savage, who is out in the WISL studios. Bob, hello. Talk with you again. hello, hello, hello. <laughs> so we're we're talking about Chaz, the Chapel Hill Autonomous Zone. Capital Hill. Out yeah, Chapel Hill. Yeah, Chapel Hill. That's in North Carolina. Carolina. That's another lefty area. Chapel Hill, Capitol Hill, autonomous zone, uh, out in out in Seattle, and it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. You know, because you you got these guys again. They're they're out there. Uh, Seattle long guns aren't allowed at all. But you got these uh, you know lefties walking around with long guns in this area. You know, protecting the borders, policing the the zone themselves, supposedly. Um, and I don't know, like part, part of me is like, okay, like feel free to do this experimentation, but like, again, you know, where, where, where do you draw the line at that? Right. Like, where do you draw the line at, at a fully autonomous community that's still, well, a, an allegedly fully autonomous community that's still connected to all these other complex systems and, you know, can you truly be independent and you know, what of the, the businesses in the area too, right? 
So there's there's anecdotal reports of uh, apparently the enforcers of the autonomous zone uh, trying to get money from the businesses or demand payment or, or other resources to do that. Now, that's anecdotal. None of the other news stations have reported that other than, well, government officials have said that and um, Fox News has said that, but none of the other stations have reported that. I don't see any firsthand reports, so that's just anecdotal at this point. Although... My, my fellow libertarians will find this quote from them really funny. It said, and here's from the assistant chief of police, uh, Deanna Nolette. says, we've heard anecdotally reports of citizens and businesses being asked to pay a fee to operate within this area. This is the crime of extortion. If anyone has been subjected to this, we need them to call 911. Now, I can't help but think, if I'm a business owner looking at my tax bill in this situation and knowing that I can't operate without paying that tax bill, should I call nine one one? Yeah, right. Really? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you well, know, I don't I'm, think it's all. That's just so crazy. I, I would say that the, uh, you know, remember how the uh, the Third Reich was supposed to be the thousand year Reich, except it lasted nine years. Uh, I I think that the Chaz autonomous zone is going to have a, a a life expectancy of that we can probably measure in weeks, if not days. Yeah, no, I, I can't imagine it's going to be a, a significant amount of time, but but you never know. We'll see. Occupy Wall Street ended up lasting a while. That wasn't quite the same thing, uh, but Occupy Wall Street was a thing for a while. There's this historical precedence like the Paris Commune. Um, that's a, a 19th century thing. Again, they, they held a, a semi-autonomous zone in the middle of the city of Paris uh, to try to build a communist utopia. It did not last. Uh, eventually, you know, people come in and, and disrupt it or uh, make it, you know, either by force, government's going to do that. And that's something uh, Donald Trump is threatening to do right now. I'll read a tweet from him. He says, radical left Governor Jay Inslee and the mayor of Seattle are being taunted and played at a level that our great country has never seen before. Take back your city now. If you don't do it, I will. This is not a game. These ugly anarchists must be stopped immediately. Move fast. And those two are in caps. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, uh, parts parts of that I definitely agree with. It's uh, it, it is silly. Uh, what what about the what about the property rights of the people like you mentioned who own businesses within Chaz? So now, what are they are they uh, are they the subjects of the Chaz rulers? And under what circumstances do they do business? Uh, are they uh, is there? The product or service that they provide simply going to be appropriated by the junta that's uh, that's running Chaz uh, because they purport, from what I've heard, uh, to uh, they, they don't want to use any form of currency or money because that would be capitalism. So what system are you supplanting capitalism with? Confiscation? Uh, you know, that's a fair question. Maybe people could barter or whatever. I, like there, there's isolated events where people can not have currency like like the burning man event like apparently people don't really use currency at that thing i've never been it sounds interesting and they have their own policing and they have their own um you know kind of networks and businesses and people aren't really paying for stuff that's you, you bring your own stuff and you use but th those are all people who voluntarily agreed to go do that in the middle of the desert and for a limited period of time yeah, very limited this is yeah so this is a, an actual city structure where not everyone who owns property or lives in that area necessarily connected, uh, consented to being a part of this experiment 
and you still have to be connected to the outside world. Again, if you're a business in there, and even if you are able are allowed to operate, if they're that's not an issue with the, the organizers of this, how, can you get supply trucks in? Are you able to get your deliveries that you may need every day to be able to open up a, a bakery or a bar or whatever? Uh, I think that's a fair question. Again, it, 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 when you have these things, governance is very difficult, especially if you're trying to do it in a top-down method. If you have a if you have a system that's just autonomous from police and you're just not going to enforce certain laws and that thing, again, I think that's a really interesting experiment. And I kind of dig the idea of that in a lot of ways. It's just that the activists who are doing this type of stuff are trying to do a lot more social engineering that I am less cool with. Mm, yeah, I think that uh, the conceptually it would be very difficult to make this work even for five minutes unless there's a lot of social engineering going on. Uh, you know, the first thing that needs to happen is the power needs to be cut off to that section. So that, uh, you know, I mean, we're, why should we... Uh, why should we subsidize an autonomous region that is declaring independence from us? They can, they can, if they need the products or services that capitalism is generating, then they can bloody well pay for it. This is, this is, you know what this is? This is like a very large version of the seven-year-old who runs away from home. Yeah, you know, he packs up a couple of his favorite, you know, toy cars and uh, maybe, uh, maybe some candy. <laughs> right, and, and yeah. he pack, packs it all up, and mom and dad say, "Where are you going?" He says, "I've had it. I'm running away from home." They go, "Okay, well, let us know when you get down to the corner if you want us to come down in the car and pick you up again." You know, that's that. This is like a big version of that. Yeah, I mean, well, they they do need supplies from the outside. They they can't build an autarky in the middle. An autarky mean like totally independent, you know, able to pull their own resources, and they can't build that in the middle of uh, Seattle, <laughs> in a six block area. It just ain't gonna work. Don't I mean, it's it, you you gotta you gotta connect with the people around you. You gotta have greater economic freedom. Again, I, I kind of like the idea of like maybe we shouldn't enforce certain laws in certain areas, and I, I think that's interesting, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you try to do all this other stuff, it ain't going to work. And, and, and someone, one of my, my online commenters pointed out that there is another festival that does this, too. It's a pork fest out in New Hampshire. And again, they build, like, an autonomous community for a limited period of time, and it works well and it's peaceful. But, again, everyone is there who is consenting. They understand what's going on. They understand the deal. It's not a, an area in the middle of an already existing large city. It's an area existing in a, in, a, in a state, which is part of the United States of America. So, right. look, I mean, conceptually, it's still the same thing. Although I do like the pork fest idea because that implies that there's going to be a lot of bacon. So I, I, know, I, there I, might be. I would be good with that. I've never I mean, been. That would be fine. But this is, uh, look, a uh, memo to the guys within Chaz, whatever the organization. I guess they don't have an organization, right? They have no authoritarian uh, structure whatsoever, so you, I would imagine you can't have leaders. So, in the absence of leadership, you're going to have chaos. Uh, but uh, memo to whoever it is that's you know making decisions this minute out there. All of these ideas have been tried before; they've, they've all been tested, and they don't work so well. So that's why we have structure in society, and why you know I'm not saying everything's perfect. I'm not saying everything's right. And, but there's a constant process of change and evolution which takes place in organized society, and that's why we elect people, ostensibly, you know, to do the will of the people. 
And in some cases, that works out better than in others. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the way it's supposed to work out. But, you know, my my hope is that the federal government doesn't get involved in breaking this up at this point. I I think that what's probably going to happen is that within a few days, people living that area, if it isn't working out, if it's if they're it continues to have the problems that they have now, they're going to rise up and they're going to say, hey, listen, you guys need to cut this out. This was uh, interesting, but it ain't working. Um, or maybe it does work, and then that's uh, interesting too. Uh, but you know, again, if if you start to get the point where it's just a, a group of, of people with guns who are keeping people in o- occupied territory at this point, then you know, what do you do next? Next thing. All right, but we'll talk about what they actually want to do, what their vision for society is. Uh, next segment uh, here on Radio Free New York. Thanks again for listening today. Well, uh, as long as we're talking about uh, alternative, uh, you know, governmental structures and the things that they can produce, Kevin, I've got breaking news for you. All right. I'm ready. Yeah. Did you know that uh, they're taking away Elmer Fudd's shotgun? Oh, my goodness. I did know that. You did know that? And Yosemite Sam's. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That, too. So, uh, I guess uh, Elmer Fudd is now going to be chasing... Uh, Bugs Bunny with a scythe. It seems so much more gruesome. <laughs> I know. And what I would say is, okay, HBO, if he's got a sickle, does he get a hammer to go with it? Waka waka. Ah, <laughs> uh, boo. No, I mean, yeah. No, I, I, I don't get that one. That that seems that seems way darker. I know HBO likes to do their dark spin on stuff, but like, yeah, like the don't 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 mess with Looney Tunes. Yeah, really. It's, I just got a note from Bob D'Angelo here. What's next? Taz will be vegan. <laughs> no, it's a that's a great question. It's coming up next. We're gonna we're gonna rewrite all the cartoon shows. It's gonna be fun. Culture cancel be- cancel culture, everyone. It, this is you know I mean it's so silly. Now just just leave it for what it is. I know there's some stuff like I look back at old Looney Tunes episodes and I cringe and I'm like, uh yeah, that's that's dated. All right, but like you know just just leave it for what it is. Talk about it. Move along. That's what that's how we do things. But all right, I got the. We'll, we'll wrap up the 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 Capitol Hill, the free Capitol Hill stuff, uh, the Capitol Hill autonomous zone, and uh, so this is this is a medium piece that's uh, allegedly the the demands of the organization. Uh, I've been seeing it around a lot. I'll share it with you guys who are listening online. Uh, it's the demands of the collective Black voices at Free Capitol Hill to the government of Seattle, Washington. And um, they they kind of outline what they're trying to do, which we, we've kind of covered that stuff. But uh, they don't want police reform. They demand abolition of the police. So full 100% funding, eliminate the police. That's uh, step one. So we, I think we've covered related topics of that. But they are, they're very clear. They don't mean cut the budget a little bit. They mean abolish the police. So uh, that's where it is. Uh, they want, they demand, demand is in italics, the use of armed force to be banned entirely. No guns, no batons, no riot shields, no chemical weapons, especially against those exercising their First Amendment rights as Americans to protest. They're very upset, probably understandably so, that uh, one of their protests was broken up with uh, CS uh, gas, with, with, with you know, tear gas. Um, so they're 
uh, pretty against that stuff, but that's what they are. Wait, wait, can, can I stop you for a second? Did I yeah. hear? Did I hear in there something about they want their First Amendment rights guaranteed? Yeah. Uh, what? 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 What First Amendment? You're an autonomous zone. You don't have a Bill of Rights there. That's true. Well, what, what do they have for the First Amendment? Well, they have a free speech zone. Okay. So, All yeah, right. They, well, they, that's they got that. That's your business. Uh, you, you, look, we're hanging on to our First Amendment. I don't know about you guys and Chaz, but we like our First Amendment. And uh, so you, you can't you, – you're not in a position to make demands. <laughs> Can I just point right. that I out? I mean, if you're, if you're autonomous, you you're know, autonomous. why are you asking the city government right. for stuff, right? That's – all right. You know, fair question. These right? are children. There's children. I'm running away from home. So we, I do not have any connections to this protest, although if anyone has anyone connections out on the West Coast who knows people there who give me a situation on the ground, I would love to interview them. I find this very interesting. Uh, not, not agreeing with it. Just find it very interesting. And I'm curious how it turns out. And I just hope that no one gets hurt in the process legitimately. Um, they want uh, an end to the school to prison pipeline. Okay, cool. Um, they want a. They want the federal government to launch a full-scale investigation into past and current cases of police brutality in Seattle and Washington. Um, They're probably going to okay. get that. Yeah, no, they they probably will. I think that's probably going to happen. They they list list off some specific cases that I'm not familiar with. Uh, demand reparations for victims of police brutality. Uh, they demand. Um, to make the names of uh, officers involved in police brutality a matter of public record. Anonymity should not even be a privilege in public service, they say, which you know, we're, we're sort of getting in New York State with the repeal of 50A. And uh, I, I, I definitely want to talk about that more. Uh, Steve made some interesting points about it. I think there's some good parts and, and maybe some parts that we need to keep an eye on. Um, we demand a retrial of all people of color currently serving a prison sentence for violent crime by a jury of their peers in their community. Um, well, I, wouldn't they have gotten that already? I'm thinking. You'd think. Um, so I don't know specifically what that means, and I don't know why they would limit it to people of color if they're worried about it. I mean, I imagine these are the type of folks who would uh, call for pl prison abolition too. So if that's the route you're going to go, why, why limit it to people of color? Why not uh, say that we demand a retrial of all people? Because uh, of white privilege, you see. Now, it's Kevin, I, I hate to bring bring this up, but I have to. Your your privilege is showing. You know, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's and the fact that something. I and the fact that I said that indicates that my privilege is showing too. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> with in these cases again, uh, and like there are there are legitimate problems with the criminal justice system and there are some racial disparities here but again i i don't think it's i think i i see people of color are are maybe adversely affected uh and there's some evidence that they are adversely affected by the criminal justice system more than white folks but again what if if this is a problem like this this needs to be kind of across the board well i i guess what i would have to say about that kevin is why are you bringing this up now I mean, uh, why, why haven't you brought this up before this? I, si silence is violence. Oh, goodness. Yes, I, I'm sure I will get that objection, too, by people who have never, ever listened to my radio show and never will, except for an out-of-context clip. It's going to be awesome. I look forward to that. I'm going to have fun. <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, anyway, so they, they want to decriminalize all acts of protest, uh, whatever that means, um, that— 
you know, I, I'm not sure if they they also so mean like throwing a brick through windows, some, yeah, they're throwing a brick through somebody's windows or you know beating up some woman who owns a local business with a two by four. Those should not be criminal offenses anymore. Yeah, I, I'm hoping they don't mean that, uh, but they might. I, I've seen a lot of people not not defending the 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 woman who is the defending the business or any of that type of stuff, but but defending throwing bricks through windows. Um, but again, that, that hurts people. I, I'm not in agreement with the type of people who say property damage isn't violence. And yes, there are lots of those people out there. No, property damage hurts business owners. It hurts people in the community. It's expensive. It's no, it's, it is definitely violence. You want to justify violence, go ahead. But that's what it is. Let's call it what it is. Uh, they also demand the uh, city of Seattle and state government release any prisoner currently serving time for a marijuana related uh, offense and expunge the related conviction. Okay, I'm actually in agreement with that one. That one's good. You can keep that one. Go ahead. I like that one. I, um, and uh, release anyone for resisting arrest uh, if there are no other charges. All right. Okay, I, I, I could talk about that at least. Uh, they want prisoners to have the right to vote. Worth a discussion. Uh, you know, I've... I've did we have uh, we haven't had Aaron Comey on this show, but he he's an interesting guy to talk to about this issue. So he he's a a libertarian down in New York City. He he talks about this type of stuff. Uh, let's see, ending qualified immunity. Uh, that uh, there it is, number thirteen, abolition of uh prisons. And so that's 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 where that demand is. I knew it was coming. The they demand uh. We demand in replacement of the current criminal justice system, the creation of restorative, transfer, uh, transformative accountability programs as a replacement for imprisonment. Oh, okay. What? Um, well, it sounds like yeah, a word I, salad to me. I don't know what that, any of that means. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's another one of those things that we'd have to dig into a bit more. Like I have read enough of this stuff to kind of get what they mean, but probably most people are going to be like, "Whoa, what are you talking about with that type of stuff?" Um, so, so they got all these prison stuff too, and we're we're running out of time. But they also have like economic stuff, like rent control is part of their they the the economic demands. We demand the degentrification of Seattle, starting with rent control. What they want art funding back. Um, they want free college for everyone there, um, and uh, election reforms. They want. Uh, we demand that hospitals and care facilities of Seattle employ black doctors and nurses specifically to help care for black patients. Uh, okay. Oh, so um, regardless of whether they're competent or not. Yeah, I mean. I, yeah. I mean, but the important thing is the, the, the important thing is the skin color. Yeah. Um, they want a change to the education curriculum to give more focus on, on black and Native American history. I mean. To me, I was like, well, let's just decentralize the education system and we can find other ways to, to educate people if that's the area of history you're interested in. Then, okay, then let's decentralize it. Fine. Everyone wants to, to make it all determined by the federal or state government. Let's, let's find different ways of learning. That's my, uh, that's my take. Is there anything that. in there about uh, an end to all household chores and uh, also I don't have to do homework until my TV shows are over <laughs> and uh, ice cream before every dinner? You know, if, if it's not in there, you know, maybe we'll look for the updated edition. But we are out of time here on Radio Free New York. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. We'll be back here same time tomorrow. Talk to you then.